This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. This episode is brought to you by Shaker and Spoon. Captain's Log, Stardate. I don't know, there's like 140 stars within a mile of me, so we're going to skip that bit. We received a package today from a company called Shaker and Spoon, and Colin and Jesse are already face deep in the box. It has three recipes for creating cocktails, plus all the ingredients you need, minus the alcohol. As someone who's been gargling swamp hooch for the last how many forevers I've been up here, wow, we got the vodka brunch box. Each recipe makes four servings, and we've already had the blood and sage and the slow rush. So easy to make, even Greg the Zebra was tending bar, and the results were magnificent. If you're foolish enough to listen to this show, we've got an actual smart thing for you to do. $20 off any linked subscription if you go to shakerandspoon.com slash oz9. Get a box delivered to your airlock each month and $20 off your subscription at shakerandspoon.com slash OZ number nine. Enjoy, Space Monkeys. Captain out. If you've ever had a mold problem, you know it can be persistent. For example, the mold on the Oz-9 has been persistently banging on the door to the bridge presumably trying to get out, and sending out soft sprouting tendrils through the many cracks where the door doesn't really fit all that well. Joe has stationed himself outside the door with a pair of scissors and is, for the moment, keeping the mold at bay. Take that. And that! Goodness. You are busy, aren't you? And that! Just trying to limit the mold to the bridge for now until we can figure out how to get rid of it. Stay well back. This plant is a beast. It has a mild sting if you let it touch your skin. It really puts the ass in aspergillus. Colin's nearly recovered from his burns, so we'll get him here as soon as he's out of the pod. Have you been doing this long? About an hour. Every time I cut one off, another one shows up. I hope Colin's good to go soon, because the rate this thing is growing, it'll bust through that door before long. Seems to me if you've been doing this for nearly an hour, you'd have a pile of clippings at your feet. And yet, I see none. What? I haven't had a chance to look down. You're telling me there aren't bits of dead mold all over this floor? Well, that's truly unfortunate. I was looking forward to trying a bit of it. It smells delicious. At least, I think it does. I'm not sure what smelling is. So, here's a concern. That bit you just snipped off is caterpillaring itself off that ways Quite rapidly, I might add. I fear you're not so much keeping it at bay as helping it spread. Well then, we uh, might be needing Colin a bit sooner than anticipated. Can you hand me that bucket? Maybe I can contain them in there. The way that last frond just scuttled up a featureless wall over there, I'm going to assume the bucket will be largely ineffective. Perhaps if we put something in it, like bleach. Ooh, one's coming this way. Greg? Mm, I think that was tasty, but I don't have much to compare it to. 
I actually meant for you to stomp on it. Do you think eating it was wise? I remind you of the unfortunate olive incident. That olive incident may end up saving us all. Greg, are you all right? You're shaking. Uh, my eyes are watering. and My face feels odd. I think it's odd. Maybe it was odd before, and this is normal? What was that? That was a sneeze. Oh, good. I've heard of those. Uh, those are normal, right? I thought they came in pairs, though. Hang on. Nope. Guess that one isn't wrapped yet. Good grief! Is that how this works? Well, normally sneezes don't involve a freezing spray, but hey... That seems to have stopped the mold tendrils for a moment. Bless you. I say that both out of politeness and as one who prefers not to be wrapped in mold tendrils and hung up like a deli chicken. Now, do we assume that Zebra Body has always had freezing nose spray capabilities? Which would be just like G2. Or is that the result of eating the mold? Honestly, it could be either. There's a lot in here I haven't figured out yet. Can you generate the spray on command, or does it have to be a sneeze? Hang on. Let me see what I can do. Hmm. That didn't work as hoped. Perhaps a little more freeze. A little less mucus? Uh, apologies, miss. Sure. Apologize to the lady hitching a ride and not the guy who has to clean it out. So... What should we conclude from this experiment? We may need to ration the pepper. Making a robot zebra sneeze is not regulation use for pepper. I think in this particular circumstance, we might make an exception on acceptable use of condiments. You know, when lives may depend on it. I'm very uncomfortable with this. Wrapped in mold tendrils and hung up like a deli chicken. You make a convincing argument. you are. That should hold you for a while. And I've stashed the rest away in a secret compartment I just found. That's inexplicably full of some very large shirts. Well, this is odd. Is there really any point in saying that aboard the Oz-9? As if there's ever a moment when something isn't profoundly odd. Fair point. But this is specifically odd. The mold has stopped trying to get out. In fact, it's gotten pretty quiet in there. Maybe my frost breath spread backwards up the tendrils and killed the plant? You haven't been conscious very long, have you? Nothing ever works that way aboard this ship. It's like we're in the hands of a demented demigod. Has anyone seen Colin? He's disappeared off my senses. Last time I saw him, he was in the healer pod. Yeah, but if he's not there now, that's not terribly helpful, is it? Have you asked Leet? He's often where Colin is. Elite on the phone at the moment. Any more utterly pointless ideas? No? Alright, I'll just keep doing everything on my own then. I wonder how Crew 8 is doing. Did she say Leet is on the telephone? How is that still working? We're a long way from Earth by now. The way we've been zigzagging all over space, who knows where we are. You know, I worry about that guy. The other day he asked me if I could give him dulcimer lessons, and then he got confused when I said I didn't have one. 
Do I hear beeping sounds from the bridge? Uh, it always beeps like that. That's how you know it's the bridge. No, Greg is right. Those are new and different beeping sounds. What controls does it have access to? All of them. Could it, say, decide to flood the ship with carbon dioxide? Olivia? Busy! Ugh. Surely you can do more than one thing at a time. One thing? Do you really think the only thing I'm doing is looking for Colin? I'm right here. Jesus! Oh, Lord, not again. I thought we were finished with this. Who was that? What do you mean, who is that? It was me, obviously. Colin? Are you in the ventilation system? That's not very hygienic. Why aren't you on my senses? Where exactly are you? What are you babbling about? You sound like you're right here. I am right here. No, don't tell me. Not even a heat signature. Now that is odd. Does anyone else detect heat signatures? I do. Or maybe ores? I can't tell what I'm looking at. But you're right. Colin doesn't have one. Or body, for that matter. What are you saying? I'm a ghost? Ghosts leave cold spots. If you have no heat signature, you're room temperature. What does that mean? So I'm not a ghost? Well, you ought to be dead. But dead people usually don't talk. What about uh, Lady Nibblebiscuit? Oh, yeah. She was quite chatty for a dead person. Until she was all goopy, anyway. You're not helping. If you're dead, I don't suppose there's much we can do, is there? Can you pick up that bucket? Really? I'm dead, but you still want me fetching things like the help. I want to see if you're corporeal. I could test it by trying to zap you. No, never mind. I'll pick up the bucket. Dear God, I'm... I'm afraid to try. There. You did use your hand, right? Well, of course I did. What else? What do you pick up buckets with? I meant as opposed to your brain or something superpowery. Don't be absurd. You're invisible, Colin. There's mold taking over control of this ship, and our zebra friend here sneezes ice. We left absurd behind some time ago. So, this isn't a joke. I'm actually invisible. Even to you, computer. Yeah, well, I can still tell when you're flicking me the V, so steady on, mate. By the way, I'm fine. Thank you for asking. Other than being invisible. So I guess I'm not fine. My god. I don't even know if I'm fine or not! Hello, little people. I have brought to you... String. Is it just me, or does LeBichon Frise seem... stupider than normal? What? No, if anything, it's the reverse. He seems sharper, more astute. Astute? <laughs> that is very funny. What is the English word for these? Is he... drunk? He seems totally fine to me. Well, not fine, but normal. Well, not normal, but... Ugh, I give up. My god, there is no language for life aboard this ship. There is that butterfly again. It has been following me all the day. Oh, I think it is very fond of me because it likes to sit right here beneath my nose. That's your mustache. <laughs> this butterfly. She is speaking. Also, 
I am surprised it has such a very deep voice. It's me, Colin. <laughs> this is funny. We already have a Colin, I think. Fly away now, little one. Why will you not fly away? <laughs> Why are you sticking to my face? Let go of my face now, Colleen! Still think he's totally fine? Uh, he thinks his mustache is a talking butterfly named Colin. To be fair, Colin is invisible. Hello! I have forgotten. Uh, why am I spinning in circles? May I stop now? Please do. Have I stopped? Not quite. There, now you've stopped. I am hearing the snooty English fellow, and I am smelling vinegar and smugness. And yet, I do not see him. Hello, snooty English fellow. <gasps> Are you invisible? I appear to be. You mean you disappear to be. <laughs> I have made a funny, Woo! a bucket is flying in midair. <gasps> Can I have a flying bucket? Let's go, you idiot! It's me! Oh, can I have a flying talking bucket? With a less snooty accent? And everyone hightail it to the bridge, please! You know, I never minded the expression, hightail it, before. But now I think it's kind of specious. Why does Captain Jesse want us to go to the bridge? We're already here. Or as near as we can be. Is she in there? With that... thing? That wasn't Mademoiselle Jesse. Oh, do be quiet, lapdog. I think that butterfly may be about to sting you. What? Get it off! Get it off! Get away! Was a bit Thank you. Now, is Captain Jesse in there? Actually, the lapdog was correct. Sort of. That wasn't Jesse speaking just now. Not exactly. But it did come from the bridge. Was it Jesse or not? It was. So she's in there. No. Is there any possibility you're getting ready to explain this more clearly? You're all still confused? Gosh, is it scary being so slow to comprehend? Or is there comfort in being ignorant? I mean, you rarely see a scared cow. Olivia. That was the recording of a previous announcement. Is it trying to lure us to the bridge? Probably. Oh, and it gets worse. <laughs> what the hell just happened? It's not my fault. Is that helpful right now? Where are the others? We need to find the captains and Dr. Von Harbersetzer. Hey, you said his name right. I did, didn't I? Remind me to congratulate myself at length later. Also, Leet, where are they? Sausage room. Wait, you know about the sausage room? Oh, Colin, don't you know by now? There's very little I don't know. Follow the doors! Stepping on board the Eyes 9 is nothing if not a roll of the dice. So, if you're gonna take that chance, at least have some really gorgeous, high quality, unique RPG dice to roll with. Fan Roll by Metallic Dice Games have classic metallic dice sets, but also gemstones, acrylic, liquid core, and even a glow-in-the-dark option that's super cool and super handy when you can't find any night vision goggles. So many colors, materials, and designs to choose from. Plus, listeners to this show get 10% off your order.
I'm guessing as a sort of consolation prize for listening to this show. Just use the code OZ9 at checkout. Get dice that are as unique as you and your character. Go now to fanrolldice.com and choose your dice, Space Monkeys, and get 10% off with code OZ9 at checkout. The Fable and Folly Network supports creators of exceptional audio stories, including the one you're listening to right now. If you love our shows, we want to hear from you. Complete our listener survey at fableandfolly.com survey. This will help us learn more about you, what you like, what you'd like to hear more of, and how we can maintain an inclusive, safe atmosphere. As a thank you for your participation, we have extras and behind-the-scenes content from your favorite shows. Fans make the network what it is. Thanks for listening, and we can't wait to hear from you. Find our listener survey at fableandfolly.com survey today. I'm glad someone has a grip on the facts because I'm completely bewildered. To recap, Le Bichon Frise, the Albatross, Greg, and Joe are trapped on the bridge with the mold. Captain Madeline and former Captain Jesse, Dr. Von Habesetzer, and Leet are all crowded into the tiny sausage room because there's a telephone in there. Is that everyone? I think that's everyone. With me, with me. Do I uh, have another choice? Why is this so difficult for you? We simply have to apple cart. Alternate. Our steps. My right, your left, my right. It'd help if our heads were on the same side as our legs. I keep forgetting which one's mine. Right, here we are. Wait, where is everybody? Isn't that just like this crew to summon us and then disappear? They know we don't have an arm with which to push the button and open the door. Hey, are those, uh, tendrils? Where? Coming through the, uh, cracks in the door. What the hell's going on in there? Get off it! Hey, you! No! Not there! Not there! Don't touch! No! Get your tendrils off of me, you damn daddy's boy! Right. Now we've got everyone. Could you move your giant chest there, brawny Osmond? You're taking up all the room in here! There is no room in here, and, and it can't turn sideways. This is the only way I fit. There are captains everywhere. Why are there so many captains on this ship? Could you take a step back? All I can see is mustache. Hello? Is anyone there? Hello? <laughs> Hello? She's back. She's back. Shh. Julie, it's Leet. Oh, hi, Leet. Could you remind me who you are? Sure. Uh... This is Captain Jesse of the Oz 6748. Who's this? Excuse me. This is Captain Madeline, who is still a captain and still has a ship. We're talking to you from the Oz 9. Wait, you're calling from an Oz ship? Yeah, we're like astronauts. Sort of. I talked to Ben once a while back. Oh, right. The night of the unexplained asteroid shower. That had nothing to do with us. (laughs) Please, there is not enough room in here for Zarkasm. No, they had to run for their lives, so we got disconnected. What? Are they okay? I think so. Mrs. Sheffield knocked out the tough guy. Buck, right? Buck? Do you know him? Uh, well, my, uh, my sister worked with him. Your sister? What's her name? Glenda James. Glenda, the assassin, the albatross? Does everyone know everything but me? Of course. That is why they make you captain, you see? What? Beg your pardon. We heard she died in 
one of G2's secret labs. Tragically, no. And we've got her robot double up here. Ben's coming for you, but he's not sure where you are. Where are you? I'm in... Uh, uh, uh. This is the Gated Galaxies line. I don't think it'd be very wise to say your location on here. Ow! Whose elbow is this? Oh, never mind. Are you safe? Just between us? No. But Ben doesn't need to know that. And, well, I, I, I'm not sure why I'm telling you, but here we are. Can you tell us what's going on? And can we help? I know we're a long way away. You are, but as far as I can tell, you're right in the thick of it. Have you noticed anything strange on your ship? I'm just going to jump in and save your ears. There was a lot of very loud laughter that went on for several minutes, until they had to open the door to the sausage room because they realized they'd nearly used up all the oxygen. And we're still trying to get control of Colin's eye lasers. I think that's it. Wow! How are you all still alive? We start every day with that question. And end every meal with it, for that matter. Now, a question for you, young lady. Who do you work for? That's a more complicated question than you might think. So, which side are you on? Yeah, uh, that's more complicated, too. It's not so much a two-sided thing as it's like, uh, gaming dice with the 20 sides. You know the ones? I'm, um, one of the good people, though. I can tell you that. We're sort of like a resistance movement. Who are you resistancing? Uh, pretty much everybody else. Yep. Look, I don't mean to be vague. I just don't know how much time I have to explain. But we're in luck. A guy sneaked aboard your ship who can explain everything. He's one of the leaders of the resistance movement. We pooled our resources and got him a pod. Hang on. Damn it, shush. Just a moment. Amadeus, good morning. Did you sleep well last night? What? Your pillow mint was how far off True North? My god, it is impossible to get decent staff. What room are you in again? Romulus, who is in charge of housekeeping in Suite 77? Very good. Have them shot, will you? Hmm? Nia's is fine, as long as he can still operate a vacuum. And cancel lunch for the staff. They'll be watching the mint placement training video again. Tiberius out. I do apologize. We'll refund 50000 off of your bill or extend your checkout time by 15 minutes. Have a profitable day. Ah, Polonius. What news? No sign of her. I'm guessing she's miles away by now. Damn. That's unfortunate, right? Yes, very unfortunate. We don't know how much she knows. Is there any possibility she's tied up with your brother? Is my brother tied up somewhere? Excellent. I owe him a few wet willies. Lead the way. Uh, not that kind of tied up. I mean, connected. Oh, I have no idea. My brother consorts with all types of undesirables. 
a disgrace to his heritage. Very well. Have a profitable day. Wait, Tiberius. Hmm? I need your approval to expand the search. Do you? How delightful. Do you have a parchment and some soft wax? Grab that peacock over there, will you? I need a quill. What? No, just a simple okay will do. Oh, how disappointing. Very well. Expand it, Will. Is that all? I'm exhausted. It's 11.30 a.m. You've been up less than an hour. Are you questioning me? Uh, no, sir. Not at all, sir. Very well. Have a profitable day. You're the she they're looking for? Yeah. Where are you? Who are those men? The stupider one is Tiberius Garrulus. The other one is one of his posh thugs. Look, I've got to keep moving. You need to find my guy. Wake him up properly, please. You're going to need him around. He has all the answers you need and the few I need. He's not in the Dolce & Gabbana wing, is he? No, I can't remember which wing, but it's not that one. Why? <sighs> No reason. He is in disguise, though. It's kind of ironic genius. Just find the guy dressed like a mime. Julie out. Huh. To quote the stupid rich guys, that's unfortunate. Just how unfortunate it is that the guy with all the information went out the airlock in a bucket remains to be seen. The plot, like the mold currently holding more than half the crew hostage, thickens. You've been listening to Erie Alexander as Julie. Bonnie Brantley as Jesse, Aaron Clark as Lebichon Frise, Eric Perry as Joe, Head One, and Dr. Von Habesetzer, Richard Cowan as Leet and Tiberius, June Clark Eubanks as the Albatross, Shannon Perry as Olivia and Madeline, Kevin Hall as Greg and Felonius, Tim Sherburn as Colin and Emily, and me, Richard Nadolny, as your narrator. Our music is composed and performed by John Faley. Our artwork is by Lucas Elliott. We have new artwork, so be sure to check out the Oz9 shop on TeePublic. Oz9 is written and produced by Shannon Perry. We want all our space monkeys to stay safe and well, so be sure to wash your hands regularly. If that's becoming a drag, check out the podcast Listen, Rinse, Repeat for episodes just the right length for washing your hands. That's Listen, Rinse, Repeat. Be well, space monkeys, and until next time, narrator out. My name's Olivia, and this is the Y2K Podcast. I found a bunch of files on my mum's old laptop. It's 20-year-old voicemails between my mum and a friend of hers. Hi, Kat. You always know when something's off, don't you? Jess, oh, that feels so great. That was Rachel. She's... <laughs> wow. I feel... Uh, empty. Sending you hugs across all the oceans. Oceans of hugs? That's perfect. Y2K. New episode every Friday all through 2020. 
starting January 3rd. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Meet Pia Casely, a journalist with a nose for a good story. Do you know who the last person to interview Julie Capsom was? Me. Meet Brenda Bentley, a dogged detective with a case she can't let go. Nobody came closer than I did, and that's why I was kicked off the force. Together, they solve the cold cases no one else can. That's when things got weird. And we haven't even gotten to the torso yet. If they don't kill each other first, that is. Well, you've got another thing coming. You know, I think it's you've got another thing coming. Or perhaps there's something else between them. Well, if the feeling's mutual, call it a mutual feeling. Arden, a podcast about crime, romance, and everything else. Season 1 and 2 now available. Brought to you by Wayface Industries. The good people. <laughs>